Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 welcome you are listening to hope and faith ministry a broadcast of the historic people's baptist church in boston new england's oldest african-american church hope and faith ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father dr wesley roberts senior pastor at people's baptist church we're so glad you're here Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family. Good morning to our guests and friends, those who are here in the sanctuary and those who are worshiping with us online. It's Merry Christmas to everyone. May God richly bless you and give you a wonderful time with your family this Christmas. The title of the sermon is, Why is Christmas Good News? Why is Christmas Good News? Tomorrow, most of the world will shut down for Christmas. It's amazing that an event that happened over 2,000 years ago can still have that profound an impact on us today in the 21st century. Christmas means different things to different people. It is the busiest time of the year for merchants around the world. Retail and online stores offer huge discounts to attract customers hoping to make enough profit to see them through lean times ahead. For many employees, Christmas means a bonus to enable them to do things they want to do. For children, Christmas is a time of looking forward to see what Santa is going to give them. Slowly and expectantly, they wait for Christmas morning. We live in a world filled with tragedy and war and hatred and injustice. We see violence all around us and we do not know what to do. If there is anything our country and our world desperately needs, it is good news. The Christmas story is told by Luke offers us not only good news, but I would say the best news in the world. Luke chapter 2, reading from verse 8 through 11, says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angels said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. 
He is the Messiah, the Lord. Twenty centuries have rolled by since that glorious night when the angel made the announcement to the humble shepherds. The angel was given the privilege of sharing the best news the world has ever known. I want to share with you three reasons why the birth of Jesus was good news given by the angel. First, because it banished fear. The first words from heaven to the shepherds were, do not be afraid. It was not a new message for time and again these tranquilizing words had come from heaven to men such as Abraham, Isaac, Gideon, Daniel, Zechariah, and others. But to the shepherds of Bethlehem, the words, do not be afraid, came with a new power and significance, for the coming of this baby was a fulfillment of the prophetic scriptures. Daniel foretold that the Messiah, when the Messiah would be born. Isaiah said a virgin would conceive and give birth to a son, and we call him Emmanuel, God with us. Micah foretold where he would be born, and Jeremiah foretold the killing of innocent babies when he was born because Herod wanted to get rid of the baby that was born in Bethlehem. The entire Old Testament is the story of God preparing his people for the coming of Jesus. When we think of all the wonders surrounding the birth of Christ, the angels, the shepherds, the star of Bethlehem, the 600-mile journey of the magi or the wise men to see the Christ child, we cannot get around the fact that something miraculous took place at Bethlehem to which humble shepherds were witnesses. God had entered human history to banish fear from the hearts of mankind once and for all. It is interesting to note that the favorite words of Jesus to his disciples while he was here on earth were, do not be afraid. The disciples heard them every time they were troubled or afraid. When Jesus was leaving them, some of his last words to them are recorded in John chapter 14. And verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. Christ has been speaking those words to us ever since. To anyone who is afraid of life's circumstances, comfort yourself with the words of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? To anyone who is afraid of dying, John says in Revelation chapter 1, 17 and 18, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. 
I am the living one. I died, but look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and the grave. To anyone afraid of what may happen in the future, be encouraged by the words of Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. Be faithful even to the point of death, and I will give you life as your victor's crown. To anyone who is afraid or still afraid of COVID-19 and all the bad things resulting from it, be encouraged by Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. God would have us remember that no circumstances can restrict him. No adversity can hinder him. No situation can constrain him. No enemy can defeat him. No obstruction can block him. And no force can limit him, for he has all power in his hands. He is the God of heaven and earth, the one who created all things. And that is good news, because it centers on the most unique person in history who is telling us, do not be afraid. But secondly, Christmas is is good news because it brought great joy. Luke chapter 2, 9, and 10, they were terrified, speaking of the shepherds, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. And so, in our carols, which we've been singing today, some we have sung, others we have not, but it's a a wide range of of carols. But um, this joy has been expressed so well in the carols. It says, joy to the world, the Lord has come. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Repeat the sounding joy, and tis the season to be jolly. But real joy seems to elude so many people. We have all heard the statistics of how the Christmas season is a time of depression for so many and how the suicide rate goes up at this time of the year. In fact, I I checked and I saw that um, in 2023, more than 50,000 people took their lives because they did not have any hope for the future. Christmas is to be a time of joy. The fact that God made the announcement to shepherds helps us to understand the real meaning of Christmas. The shepherds were at the opposite end of the social strata from King Herod and all the influential people of the day. They lived in the fields with their animals. They weren't respected. They had no power or prestige. But they were important to God. Their lives mattered to God. I imagine these shepherds must have sat around the campfire many times and wondered if their life was really worthwhile. Maybe someone listening to me is wondering, what difference does it make if I get up 
every morning or not. It seems as if my life is an endless cycle of things that really don't mean anything. I wonder if life is worth living at all. When God makes his announcement to the shepherds, he is saying to us, your life is worthwhile. It is something sacred. It is my gift to you. Therefore, live every moment to the full because your life does matter to me. The announcement of the birth of Jesus brought good news of great joy. It was great joy because it had been long anticipated. It was great joy because the Messiah was finally here. It is said of the Magi, the wise men in in Matthew chapter 2 and verse 10, those who came from afar to, to visit the Christ child. It says, when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. The joy of Jesus' coming did not end with the shepherds and the Magi. It had to do with the joy he would give to all of those who trust in him as their Lord and as their Savior. I've used this illustration many times, but it needs to be uh, done again. I need to give it to you again for those of you who did not hear it before. I recall reading about the joy with which our slave ancestors responded to the good news of their, their emancipation. The reporter in this instance was the great American evangelist D.L. Moody. Soon after the Emancipation Proclamation signed by President Lincoln, D.L. Moody went to Richmond, Virginia with General Grant's army. He said he visited a black Baptist church in Richmond, one of the largest in the South, and found it crowded with worshipers. One of the black chaplains of a northern regiment was the preacher. In his message, the preacher said, Mothers, rejoice today. You are forever free. That little child has been torn from your embrace and sold to some distant state for the last time. Your hearts are never to be broken again in that way. You are free. And Dale Moody said the women clapped their hands and shouted, Glory be to God. And the preacher turned to the young men and he said, Young men, rejoice today. You have heard the crack of the slave driver's whip for the last time. You are forever free and your posterity shall be free. And they clapped their hands and shouted, Glory be to God. And um, the preacher said, young maidens, rejoice today. You have been put on the auction block and sold for the last time. You are free, forever free. They clapped their hands and they shouted, glory be to God. He said, the good news proclaimed by the angel at Christmas brings even greater joy, for it tells us that our emancipator, our deliverer, has arrived to take care of business. Listen to what Jesus says about joy in 
John chapter 16 and verse 22. You have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice and no one can rob you of that joy. John 15 and 11. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. And 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 8, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. I don't know about you, but it brings me great joy just to know that the all-powerful, all-knowing, and the omnipresent God of the universe was born into the world for me. Yes, he did it for you and for all the world, but he did it for me. He was born for me, he lived for me, he died for me, he rose from the grave for me, and today he ever lives to make intercession for me. Yes, the birth of Jesus is good news. It come to deliver us from fear. And so we move to the third point. The birth of Jesus is good news because it brought a Savior. Luke chapter 2 and verse 11. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. The word Savior means deliverer. Jesus came to set us free from sin and to deliver us from the dominion of Satan. His role as Savior was spelled out to Joseph in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21 by the angel, who said, of Mary, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The Savior born in Bethlehem is God in human flesh. If he had been only a man, he could not have died for the sins of the human race. If he had been an angel, he could not have borne human sins. But he was Christ the Lord, God Almighty in the flesh. God alone is great enough to deal with our sins. Jesus didn't descend from the sky fully grown. He was conceived miraculously by the Holy Ghost in Mary's womb and went through the stages of development just like any other human baby. As a man, the representative man, He could bear the sins of the human race. As God in human flesh, Jesus Christ is unique in all the world. He alone qualifies to be the Savior of the world. He was fully God and fully man in one person. That makes the news that he he brings about. The salvation that that he has promised is good news of great joy. It is good news because it is the most important news in the world. Jesus did not come as a nice man offering a new philosophy about life. He did not come as a great moral teacher giving some interesting tips and 
helpful insights on how to live a happy life. He came as a savior to give us life and life everlasting. The only people who need a savior are those in great peril. And we are all in great peril because of our sins. Even though someone listening to me may not be aware of it, without Jesus as your savior, you are lost and under the judgment of God. The good news that a Savior has been born is the best news in the world because it deals with the most important issue of all, namely, where a person will spend eternity, in hell or in heaven. Each person in this world is lost without the Savior. It is only a matter of time until all of us here will pass of the scene, we will die, and we'll have to face the judgment of a holy God. But in his mercy, God sent Jesus to save us from our sins. That is the most important news in the world. And the best part of this good news is not that it is for all people in general, but that it is for you and for me personally. That means that this good news requires a personal response. Each person must respond as the shepherds did. They did not simply sit around and said, wow, that was really some experience to see an angel and to hear what he had to say and, sat and sit there all night uh, with their sheep. They didn't sit around discussing theology after the angel spoke to them. No, they responded to the news by believing what God had revealed to them through the angel. And their faith was demonstrated by, their, by going straight to Bethlehem to see for themselves and then to return glorifying and praising God. Thank God, this day, tens of thousands, probably millions of people across the world will accept Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord. Drug addicts and alcoholics, pimps and prostitutes, rich and poor, educated and uneducated, black and white, yellow and red, all will have found in Christ pardon for their sins and power to live a life of victory. Oh, many of us hearing this message today can testify that faith in the Christ of Bethlehem and of Calvary is what has enabled us to stay calm in the midst of crises, to have peace in the midst of problems, to experience joy in the midst of sorrow, and to press on in the midst of pain. Faith in Christ has delivered us in times of difficulties, strengthened us in times of trials, sustained us in times of illness and suffering, and leads us in times of darkness and despair. The good news is that Jesus offers us today a life that can never be forfeited, an acceptance that can never be questioned, a peace that can never be destroyed, a joy that can never be suppressed, a power that can never be exhausted, a salvation that can never be annulled, a forgiveness that can never be rescinded, and a hope that can never be disappointed. You see, if you have a problem, Jesus has a solution. If you have a question, Jesus has the answer. If you have a disease, Jesus has a cure. 
And if you have a crisis, Jesus has a needed miracle. Whatever you may need today, Jesus has it. If you need assurance, if you need inspiration, if you need courage, if you need comfort, if you need joy, if you need peace, Jesus has it. Oh, if given the opportunity, Jesus will help the, the helpless. He will love the unlovely. He'll bless the burdened. He'll comfort the dying. He will calm the frustrated. He will strengthen the weak. He will heal the sick, save the lost, and welcome the prodigal back home. Oh, there's just nobody like Jesus. So we can say today, Merry Christmas, for we have met the Christ of Bethlehem, and we are in love with him and shall spend eternity in his presence. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 2-4. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org and tune in every Saturday morning at 10.30 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.